Look, you've graduated high school and maybe college is not the next chapter for you. I'm here to tell you it's all good. And I'm going to give you some tips on what you can start doing right now. What's going on? I'm Matt here to help you on your journey to financial independence. And in this video, I want to share some advice to those of you who aren't planning to go to college just yet. I'm going to start by saying, don't be afraid of work. Just because you're not going to college doesn't excuse you from having to work. The best thing you can do is to try to find a decent paying job, right? It may not be a job that's going to pay you 20 or 30, $40 an hour, but maybe if you can get into that 10 to 12 to maybe $15 an hour range out of high school, then and you're definitely winning because you're going to start gaining experience in the workforce that you're going to be able to take with you wherever and whatever you decide to do after. And by the way, let me tell you, my first job out of high school was actually in college. I worked in a rec center. I was making $6.25 an hour. And when I told my dad that, he laughed at me. He was like, try making $2.25 an hour back in the day when he was in Illinois in one of these cafeterias. I was just unbelievably amazed. Number two, don't rush into getting your own apartment. Try to stay with your parents for some time if possible, if you have parents who are willing to work with you, maybe you can set up some kind of arrangement where you pay for a bill here or there, or maybe you contribute to the mortgage or the rent payment, and that way you can earn your keep, and that way you can contribute to just overall living expenses that you would otherwise have if you were in an apartment renting, paying six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. Now, I will say, while you're staying with your parents, have a plan to try to better yourself each quarter, each month, each year, learn a new skill or get a qualification that you can leverage into the next high paying job, into the next job or at the job that you're at currently and earn more money. Number three, start investing early. If you're working for a company, there's a good chance that you may have access to a 401k or 403b. And if you don't, well, you can still open your own IRA, an individual retirement arrangement or accounts because a lot of people like to refer to it as an account. But basically, if you don't have access to a 401k, 401k or a 403b, you can always open up a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Now, I'm going to tell you, it doesn't really matter which company you go to, as long as you have an IRA, that you're going to be able to have access to low-cost, broad-based index funds. And for more of that, I'll definitely link a video in the description. But whether you choose to open your IRA at Vanguard or Fidelity or Charles Schwab, just to name a few, it's going to be fine with whichever company you use. Let me tell you, my my IRA is with Vanguard. My 401k is at Fidelity. And I have family who actually have IRAs with Charles Schwab. And those three companies, if you just want to get started, those are three great companies to start your investing account with. Yes, there are taxable accounts that you you can invest with through companies like Robinhood, but it's possible that you can get a tax bill through those companies because you're using a taxable account. There's no retirement tax advantage savings aspect with the taxable account. However, that's why I always say try to use one of these tax advantage savings accounts before you go in to start investing with Robinhood or one of these taxable accounts. Number four, stay away from debt. This means no financing cars, no financing clothes, no credit cards. The thing about credit cards I want to be clear on is try to wait until you have a steady job and you're around that age of 25 because, you know, that's my general rule for all people. By the time you reach that age 25, you've had some experiences in the world, you've developed some skills and hopefully you're in a steady job at that time, especially because 
from what the scientists say, not me, but your brain is supposed to be mature at that age of 25. But because of that part of your brain doesn't know to make mature decisions yet, that's why I say try to wait until the age of 25 to get your first credit card. And if you have a steady job, if you understand the concept of paying interest versus earning interest, then yes, by all means, if you want to go ahead and get a credit card, but just please, please, please do not carry a balance. Make sure that credit card bill is paid off to the fullest each and every month. You don't want to end up like me having your first credit card at 18 and defaulting on it later in your 20s. Number five, try to have an emergency fund of at least one month as quickly as you can and try to build it slowly to three to six months. Now that will take time to build, but you can do it. You can keep that money in a high yield savings account that's FDIC insured. So it's just like having a savings account at one of these big name banks, but the high yield savings accounts usually offer for higher interest rates. And I've made a video about that and I'll make sure to link in the description and you should see it pop up in a card somewhere right here. Number six, start developing skills. Learn a trade, learn about business, learn about entrepreneurship, get a certification that can help you increase, again, your potential income. You can do work you enjoy and still pursue your passion. However, I still always encourage that you always find work to support that passion. That's kind of the thing that I've always been about working at a job that I enjoy. I love my job, but I also have a passion to provide financial advice, to provide financial wisdom to the people out there who otherwise do not have resources and access to the financial principles that's going to help you build wealth and crush debt. My final tip and maybe the most important financial tip for those of you just graduating high school is to start budgeting. Now, the 50-30-20 rule is a decent money management rule. It's easy to learn. It's easy to implement, easy to use, and really gets you moving in the right direction to financial independence. Now, to learn more about that rule, click on the video on the screen right now, and I'll see you there soon. Peace.